Burn It Down is a production of Simulacra Studios. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and connect with us on our Twitter at simulacrarpgs. But now the sun is setting, and so our story is ready to begin again. Welcome back to Simulacra Studios' Burn It Down, a Vampire 5th Edition uh, campaign that no longer has a terrible audio issue on my end that I thought I had solved, but didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for coming back. Thank you for putting up with the technical issue. Uh, it should be all resolved now. If so, if you hear anything wrong, please put it in the chat uh, or you know, message us in some way, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Uh, Anyway, as I was saying, uh, when last we left our Predators of the Night, they were doing some updates to their haven and their domain, uh, and they had found an uh, illicit wiretap uh, that was beaming their conversations to a point unknown. Uh, they had disabled it so that it wasn't completely non-functional, but it wasn't sending anything that they were actually saying out into the world, a sort of garbled digital nonsense. And that is where we left them. So we're going to actually pick up that same night, uh, and we'll see how they deal with this situation and others to come. Welcome hey, back, uh, everyone. Hey. Okay, so yeah, you guys are still in your haven. Uh, you've resolved that issue to the to the degree. Uh, you have some technical information that you can use to try and trace this down. Uh, but I believe that you were talking uh, about the um, sorry that you were basically waiting for someone to react to that. Was that the general plan? Okay. Yes, yeah. we're, we're laying our own counter trap. Yeah. Well, nothing happens within about an hour. Um, so if you guys have anything else you want to try and do or anything, like I said, it, things seem to be quiet did, for at least an hour. Did we like want to do like a stakeout? Like, did we discuss that a couple of weeks ago? Whether or not that was something our characters wanted to do? Did we want to like twenty four? Well, not twenty four seven, but like survey it as much as possible like keep someone out here to watch it in the day if we need to etc cetera, etc cetera. that's a good idea yeah, yeah i feel like because you know if they know we're vampires and they want to gain access to do illicit things in our home they're probably going to want to do it during the day yeah and so we can have all those handy new ghouls yes if necessary we, we can have someone like keep our stuff on lock mm-hmm yeah, those ghouls, um, they've made fairly regular contact. Uh, they haven't made it back to the Haven, uh, but you're pretty certain that it's about Jones in time, uh, for yeah. at least those of them that have been actually receiving the blood. Um, yeah. So you haven't, to my knowledge, set anything specific up for them yet. Not in regards to, like, routine or anything, yeah. Uh... Like, they just show up whenever they're just like we're ready to party. Like, um, you're not certain. Uh, I believe you. Like I said, you have contact information. Them. Uh, if that's something that you want to ask specifics about, then that's something that you can do. Uh, yeah. but you've been sort of keeping it casual as you guys have had your own plans sort of up in the air. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, my vote my vote is to have uh, our our ghouls watch it during the day, and uh, Willow can have some of her people also uh, watch it during the day as a part of their job. That's easy enough to set up. Yeah. Uh, now, um, I believe that only Madison and Cadence are actually staying in the Haven proper during the day. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Because you have yeah. your you Willow has your newly established Haven sort of on the edge of the domain, and Alex still has his uh, his uh, condo in Buckhead. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Noted. All right, so yeah, you guys have, uh, like I said, nothing's really, no, nothing obvious is happening with the, the link or the wiretap. Um, so this seems to be a fairly quiet evening. Uh, I will note that you guys really haven't had uh, that much of an opportunity to really have sit down and start to strategize, uh, like sharing whatever information you might have and, and really start to form a plan. Uh, but now that you know that you're not being listened to, uh, this seems like a good opportunity to do that if you're so inclined. Okay. I mean, that sounds good to me. <laughs> we discussed a little bit about long-term strategy last time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We before can... the bug was found. Yeah. I think actually we weren't we in the middle of talking about our strategy when the bug was found. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Right. So, so you, later you... We should change the strategy. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh... So like so like I said, uh, you know, you guys know various things uh, regarding, uh, you know, rumors and, and whatnot that I've given you. Uh, if you guys want to keep those close to the chest, that's obviously your choice. Uh, but I gave them to you for a reason, so maybe. Um, I suppose if we're still in the building, uh, Willow would like to bring up the uh, question of Sister Mary... What was her name? Sister was Sister Lynn. Single survivor. Sister Lynn. Uh, she'd like to bring up. What are we? That's like that's a good lead. Like, that's a really good lead. Um, trying to figure out what happened to her and the circumstances around that. You know. She'd ask that. I agree. Yeah, I also agree. Unfortunately, we don't really have a lot to go on. So, could we could we drill the ghouls and the rest of the uh, the church group on anything they knew? Try to construct a profile. Yeah. We we could. I, I very seriously doubt any of them know where she's gone. If they had, they wouldn't have uh, been so desperate for us. I agree. Makes sense. My gut tells me that we might be dealing with a traitor. That's what I think as well. Okay. I think uh, it's the only thing that makes sense. Okay, so you guys going to try and call uh, one or more of the ghouls to come back to the place? Is that the plan? I mean, we're going to do it anyway if they're going to stake out for us, so let's, might as well kill bird, two yeah, birds with one stone. Let's get whatever other conversations out of the way and then have them come down. Yeah. Yep. 
the so. bulls in particular, those those are the ones I feel because if they are special enough to have earned a title, they may not know a lot, but they know probably more than the rest here the communion or whatever that they were here for, whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. So priorities then would be figuring out what happened to Sister Lynn. Yeah. Establishing our foothold in the immediate area. And I would like to recommend a third. Mm-hmm. I have reason to believe that the Baron of this uh, free state may be coercing leaders of individual coteries into obedience through nefarious means. I definitely think they are onto something there. I am not certain what means those may be, whether they're the powers of the blood or blood bonds or blackmail. It almost certainly has something to do with this four horsemen exceptionalism. But I, I personally believe that it would behoove us to position ourselves in a manner that makes us not vulnerable to that practice. You've got any um, specific ideas? Well, uh, you're the native here, so I was hoping maybe you could elucidate a little bit about why you so readily agree with me, for example, uh, or anything about these four horsemen, etc. Well, if I'm um, <clears throat> if I'm completely uh, honest with you, the primary reason that I agree with you so readily is that I despise the Baron and think that he is a twat. Oh, wow. um, oh, why don't you tell us how you really feel? Yeah. <laughs> All assholes are war criminals, so that makes sense. <laughs> In the case of uh, in the case of Mr. Tren, um, I haven't seen anything that that leads to very specific evidence of that sort of uh, brigandry. But um, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that this this um, bug that we found is his way of uh, learning all of our little, little secrets so that he can use those against us and do the same thing to us. That's my concern. And Scott, did you, you sent me something about the Four Horsemen, right? Uh, I may have. I believe I sent you some information uh, in your private chat. Um, yeah, I'm looking there now. I'm not going to look that up because that'll screw up the Discord for me. No, but I got it, I got it. Yeah, I just want to make sure that... Yeah, I, uh, you guys did ask around about the Four Horsemen a little bit uh, when you were at Dead Channel. Uh, you uh, got basically a file with their their photographs uh, mm-hmm. and basically descriptions of them. Uh, but other than the Baron's insistence that they 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 do good work for the domain, you're not entirely certain. Unless I've given you something specific regarding them. Good work. So. And, I would say uh, that Willow's like on her phone or her phone texting. Cool. Uh, Any other you... thoughts? Oh, um, so why why is it again that you're so uh, suspicious of the Baron? So I keep a pulse on the, shall we say, general health of discourse in various free states throughout the country. It's uh, a hobby, you could. Say. Okay. Apparently. It is an uncommon thing for the leaders of coteries here in Atlanta to disagree with the Baron with any frequency, which 
all of you being anarchs know that it's really fucking strange. Yeah, just there's one thing we love to do. It's bitch at each other. Meaningless. <laughs> Most definitely, but if they're if he's charismatic enough, you tend not want to argue with them. I suppose. <laughs> no, he didn't. I mean, he seemed rough to talk. Well, to there's, him, there's, but... there's 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 also the fact that um, I, the whole way that uh, trend took power, uh, the sort of uh, momentary. Um, tyranny that he's put into place with a promise that come 2020 we'll restore the government as it should be mm -hmm. uh, the whole thing stinks to me of despotism it always has and the fact that i as a young anarch feel that way i just don't believe that the older anarchs of the city are being quiet about that of their own uh, of their own accord something is going on perhaps he's, he's just able to pay them off well but i suspect something more sinister because i don't like it. <laughs> oh mm -hmm. so the question i have is do we have any, any idea of anyone else specific in the city that he might be manipulating that we could try to talk to or look into because it's one thing to say, oh, you know, he might be manipulating folks, and it's entirely another to, you know, actually have a way to look into that. So, along those lines, I had thought to propose that we make some diplomatic outreaches to other known coteries in the city. Mm -hmm. We already made ourselves known to Dead Channel, but establishing some sort of formal rapport with the leaders of these other coteries, even if the Baron is actually a complete asshole but otherwise a completely nice guy it only behooves us to make friends so we're, we're we're doing something that is beneficial anyway but that has the secondary effect potentially inuring us against what nefarious activity may be present in the domain uh if we we're to make those sorts of contacts um i didn't want to do so unilaterally as this, i'm not interested in doing things that we don't all want to do enough um so uh alex the the coterie that you are most familiar with uh is the one that uh, makes its domain in buckhead proper um you know uh, specifically centered around the the area of the buckhead theater where there's just almost a dozen clubs um and they are a uh almost all of them can be described as as like scene queen style um club protégés, you know, the type of people who, you know, just get into the VIP section because they, they look right, um, and they have their fingers in that scene and in the nightlife of that area pretty extensively. Uh, one of them is, in fact, the owner of the local asylum, uh, which is in that area, uh, who mm -hmm. you believe awesome. is sort of the, the leader. Uh, and uh, they are, uh, you believe that they are a... Um, Toreador, uh, although clan doesn't really get mentioned a lot in Atlanta, it's seen as kind of a gauche topic to get your uh, get get to that correct get that information uh, or ask for that information or have it confirmed just because you know we're all anarchs here. Um, right. mm -hmm. But it's you know you can you can kind of tell um, sometimes 
but yeah, she uh, goes by the name of Vicky, uh, and you are on at least cordial relations with her and her game, just because you have your haven in that part of the city, and you know you run in similar circles. Okay. Um. So I know the owner of the local um, asylum. She's uh, got a gang of her own. Uh, she's relatively um, relatively influential in the area. I could reach out to her and see if she knows anything. Sounds like a great uh, first potential business partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is, does Buckhead share any borders with our little pseudo territory here, or is it too far? Away? No, it's it's much farther to the north. It's uh, it's on the it's it's kind of on the edge, a uh, northern edge. Um, Buckhead, Buckhead proper is actually fairly big. Um, but the area of the Buckhead Theater, which is sort of their core domain, uh, is sort of north. It's very, it's very much north, so it's not connected at us, all. It'll give us a foothold in a different part of the city, in case things go sour down here. Mm-hmm. And we should also consider making nice with our neighbors. So do you guys know anything about that? Or- well, I know that we are right up against the edge of uh, Camarilla territory. And Sabat. And also the <laughs> Well, I have a very strong feeling that the Sabat are not going to make nice with me. Yeah. Oh, uh, with any of us, really. I think they can go fuck themselves, personally. So, if we share a border with the uh, a Camarilla domain, do you know which... who's the owner of that? <sighs> I don't know who the current prince of Atlanta is. Uh, there may even be more than one. I don't right. really know. Who knows? Can I do any sort of politics or anything to see um, if I... Yeah, you can... Uh, uh, that inform- Actually, I will tell you that that information is in the timeline that I gave you all. Uh, but if you want to get some more details, then an intelligence politics role will certainly... I'm super going to do an intelligence politics <laughs> role as well. <laughs> Oh, we should have rolled for hunger at the beginning of the game. Right? Uh, it's still uh, the same no, night. It's the same night. Yeah. So you're at the same hunger and willpower ratings that you were. A uh, single success. Okay. I have three successes. Okay. Um, oh wow, the Prince of Atlanta is the child of John Peter Zoon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Adelia uh, Peterson is the current prince of Atlanta, or at least the sections of Atlanta that the Camarilla holds domain in, uh, which is sort of this nice central corridor uh, of the city. Basically the nicest parts of the city. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and she has been in that position since the city was half retaken from the Sabbat uh, in the early aughts. Um yeah, she has. She basically rules the city, her section of the city, and as well as extends her influence out into the greater city uh, with fairly efficient and powerful means. Um, as far as uh, local domain, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you've heard Madison uh, that the just to the right uh, to the the west of you. Uh, is sort of the Oakland Territory, or the Sweet Auburn Territory, um, uh, which uh, is sort of nominally, uh, it's kind of an, it's not given specific territory uh, to um, any one particular Did gang. Did you guys? No. Mm-hmm. 
We still got okay. you. Sorry. Sorry. It just goofed up for a second. That's fair. I'm muted because I was coughing. Ah, there we go. Uh, it's not any one particular um, uh, gang uh, coterie's territory, uh, mm-hmm, but it has mm-hmm. been known to be regularly patrolled uh, by the sheriff and his deputies, um, and sort of more of more of a security uh, concern uh, rather than any particular hunting ground or anything like that. Okay, so it's not formally Camarilla territory, but it's kind of like a Camarilla protectorate. Basically, yeah. I mean, they they don't they don't want you there, um, okay. and, and you know that it's it is definitely a, a protectorate. Um, well, I don't care what they want, but uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and I believe sort of the next near, uh, uh, and then there is also Inman Park, uh, which is a um, a larger domain to your east, uh, which uh, has a uh, has uh, a few uh, sort of a loose alliance of Ventru. Uh, look after that. Uh, they, I, they're almost not a coterie, more like a mm-hmm. like a better business bureau <laughs> uh, of coterie. Uh, and then um, uh, there's little five points, uh, which is overseen by a coterie of Toriador and Malkavian Camarilla members. Um, which, if you know anything about that area of the city, city, I think makes total sense. Yeah. Completely on brand. Uh, so yeah, that's your general out. Uh, you are basically kind of in a you're kind of surrounded by cam uh on yeah. cam on one side but on the other um but that's the general layout of what you guys are dealing with and what's the formal relationship between this this anarch domain and the camarilla domain the form truce isn't it yeah the formal relationship is essentially a truce um it is uh you know that we collaborate together on the masquerade and to keep the sabbat in check um, but there should be very limited interactions uh, and no collusion between the two because they do generally respect the state of hostilities that exists between the Camarilla and the Anarch movement sort of globally, uh, but it's mm-hmm. sort of a, an uneasy marriage of necessity. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. All right, Jay, let's... That's yeah. all. That's all my questions. Yeah, James has some stuff to deal with, so he'll he'll be off the stream for a little bit. Um, yeah. So that's your general general setup. What do you guys want to do about that? Uh, right now, uh, I'm going to be following the sister Lynn lead. Okay. Um, all other things in regards to consolidating power in the city, in regards to surveillance, mm-hmm. that's some that's stuff that'll take time. But sister Lynn. I'm sure if we ask enough, we'll get nuggets of truth. Okay, so are you are you calling one or more of those ghouls to show up? Okay, yeah. all right. You get in touch with with them, uh, and they they sort of eagerly respond uh, that two of them will be coming to the uh, the old hall very shortly. Okay. I, I say, uh, all right. Well, two of them in route, and so I guess we'll just. Try to figure out whose sister is. Mm-hmm. That's as a... best as we can. People who knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me one second. I need to look something up real quick. I have 
some questions for some of you. Okay. What well, <laughs> I'm sure that is fun stuff. Indeed. Fun, so happy fun. times. Mm-hmm. Good news. <laughs> That's not ominous at all. So, what I'd like to know, while we're waiting for some ghouls to show up, and hopefully James mm-hmm. resolve his issue, uh, is I'd like to know, Willow, about Vincent Coppola. You'd like to know about what he's up to these days? Yeah, well, well, well what, uh, who is he, what is his relationship to you, and why does he mean what he means to you? He is uh, an old flame and a old, really an old boss. Uh, anything. I worked with him in life, and we we had a we had a good thing going until we didn't. Okay. Is he still uh is t- he still an active part of your life in any way? I stalk him. Okay. Like, <laughs> using the internet. Using the and internet, you stalk him. I've, I feel like I have to. Okay. I feel like getting the opportunity to get physically close to him, it'd be too tempting to okay. be around him and not want to be like, hey, I'm real sorry about, you know, whatever. Okay. And so so she, she stalks him. Interesting. On, on so, uh, and of course, because I'm not going to let you have someone who's not directly in, dan- in the line of dangers, um, he is local uh, to Atlanta. Yeah. Did you arrange that? Was that a happy circumstance? What? How? How did he come from California to Atlanta, Georgia? Well, he probably came on business. And, okay. You know, I there's opportunities here, and sometimes those two things just coincide. Interesting. So. Luckily. Luckily, those two things coincided. Gotcha. All right. I just Luckily, wanted to know. I wasn't going to turn down. I wasn't going to turn down an opportunity to help the cause. I see. Excellent. Well, that's good to know. Um, so while we're on the same vein, and while we're waiting for these ghouls to show up, uh, Alex, I would like to know a little bit about Tasmina Touche. Um, if that's okay. how I'm pronouncing so- it right. Tasmita Touche is a um, friend that Alex met through the burlesque scene. So when he was coming up um, in his career, he DJed an awful lot of really dingy rundown shows. Uh, He did a lot of DJing at the jungle before it shut down. Um, And was one of the burlesque drag queens that worked um she and alex were she was english and she and alex hit it off really well and became very good friends um she actually was part of the reason that um he was able to uh sort of spread his music into different venues um because in her day job um as her as her daily persona um she was a pretty powerful media executive. Um, this was just a thing that she did as a sort of alternate identity for herself and um, sort of a sad story, but um, she ended up 
kind of losing access to that part of her life because she was assaulted by somebody who was a um, a known entity, a missing stare in the community. And when she came out about it, nobody believed her. And um, they called her, uh, they called her, um, you know, a drama queen and a liar and all of this. And basically, eventually she got fed up with it and just cut that part of her life off completely. Um, so she doesn't use that name anymore. And she really doesn't express feminine at all anymore. Uh, but Alex still sees her as Tasmina and still approaches her that way. And that's why they have maintained such a strong friendship. Because she's basic, he's basically the only person who still treats her the way that in her heart she really wants to be treated. Okay. And so she is still in your life then? She is still in his life, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Similarly, Madison, I want to know about Willie. What? Am I still muted? Okay, cool. No, you're good. Uh, so Willie is a uh, disabled veteran, Vietnam War, uh, and he uh, was a regular fixture on the streets near where Madison did some of his uh, work slightly before his embrace and continued working uh, in social justice spheres uh, after his embrace as well. Um, and Madison is kind of like a distant, unknown benefactor for this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they've never met. Uh, but basically he just caught Madison's eye because he was very dignified in the face of the sort of casual abuse that people were offering him, despite, you know, him being a veteran, but also being homeless. Madison just noticed the scene play out where people were being abusive and terrible to him. And he just kind of let it roll through him. And it just, the guy just kind of stuck in in his head. Uh, And Mm -hmm. so he started arranging for, you know, food and care packages and eventually just cash money to, mm-hmm. to, to be given to this guy under, you know, uh, uh, an anonymous relationship and just kind of keeps tabs on the guy. And basically he just kind of represents reminding Matt Madison reminds himself of what is going on at the lowest rungs and mm-hmm. the injustice that exists there that he no longer sees because he doesn't walk around during the day. Um, by keeping tabs on this guy and, and kind of caring for this guy. Good, I see. And so you're not an act there. He's not an active part of your life. He doesn't know nope. you. Nope. Okay. Uh, and once again, how did he come to be in Atlanta? Um, I'm I'm willing to say that I arranged for that, or that it was a coincidental thing by whatever is the plot convenient for you. Okay. Noted. All right. Yeah. I I I'll, I'll basically. Hmm? I said, fuck me up, fam. Exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll say it's probably most likely that you arranged for an opportunity uh, mm-hmm. for him uh, and that he basically took it. Uh, so you're not exactly certain where he is right now, uh, just because, you know, travel and transit. But you're pretty certain that he's at least on his way to Atlanta. Uh, and to, to round out the quartet, uh, we talked about Reagan last time, uh, Cadence. Uh, but I'd like to know a little bit more about Benji. Uh, Benji is Cadence's younger brother. Um, they were separated in the foster system. Uh, I think Cadence was like seven and he was two. And once she had been embraced, um, 
which is basically right after she got out of um out of juvie um the first thing she did when she was able was find him and find out what happened to him and she he was her baby brother and she always really missed him and regretted not being able to protect him so now she's going to protect him forever and uh so he is uh her ghoul um he helps run her her check cashing ring Mm -hmm. and uh basically provides any of the daytime necessities that she needs Um, gotcha okay so so he's family family and he very much is a part of your life yes Uh, and so I want to know a little bit more about the ghouling because that does imply a blood bond how does Cadence handle that um she uh she obviously you it's not a distant relationship but she just try to keep it kind of like as distant as she can so like they don't see each other every day but she you know make sure that you know she drops off a thermos of her vitae <laughs> if she can't catch him at home just to make sure that you know he he gets what he needs okay so you keep it as casual as you can knowing that the power of your blood basically causes him to consider you the most important being in the world yes mm-hmm. yes got it okay so now that we know a little bit more about the uh, the vulnerable spots, we'll come back and say that uh, after you guys have uh, done some some contacting, some some sort of uh, logistical work, uh, two figures uh, sort of knock on the door of your re- renovated haven, uh, and these are two figures that you recognize. Uh, it's a young African American gentleman. Uh, and a a, a young uh, Caucasian woman. Uh, Did we who... forget these guys' names? Okay. I feel uh, like we should have their names. Yeah, you should definitely have the have their names, and I should totally think of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the man is named Andrew, uh, and the woman is named um, Anna. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, so they they basically come in, uh, you know, they haven't been here since that night, uh, but they sort of, you can tell that they're sort of giving the side eye to the place, um, but not really, they're, they're, they're obviously having a lot of thoughts that they're not voicing. <laughs> probably some insanely negative thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably, but, you know, they know their place, at least to some degree. But anyway, they they come in and said they they con- they go to you, Willow, and say, uh, "Ma'am, this is Andrew talking. Ma'am, you uh, you wanted to talk to us." Yeah, I wanted to like have a powwow or something. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, let's sit down because I have a okay. lot of questions. All right, so you you got tables and areas for sitting down. So they they come down to a table and you guys sort of all sit around the table and you're having a nice little chat with these slaves of your blood. I mean, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. No. They're not slaves. Not yet. <laughs> Noted. Um, they but need anyway, a few more drinks for that. Just a couple. Just a couple. Uh, so, yeah, they say, what What can we help you with? Um. So, I want to know all about everything that happened before we showed up. Like, everything. How you met everybody. How you learn to love everybody, what everybody would like. I want to know 
everything that happens. Not like too graphically, but like graphic. Oh, okay. Well, um, most of us were not living our best lives uh, in Atlanta here. Um, you know, many of us were involved with uh, crime or uh, drugs, um, addictions of, of one type or another, and the brothers and sisters, uh, when they set up their revival hall, they they looked for people in need of help. Mm-hmm. And we we were the ones that, that were drawn to them, and they were drawn to us because obviously they had their message that they needed to to spread into the world and help those that, that needed their kind of help, that needed a family and a connection to something spiritual and real rather than, you know, the cheap thrills of the the nightlife or, you know, the drugs or the the all yeah. the stuff that we've tried to leave behind. I mean, and for, you know, a few months, we, we the true believers, we, we came to be a family under their guidance. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was great. It was the best experiences of our lives. And we're, we're very sad. We can't seem to find any of them anymore. Um, we want to s- find them too. That would be that would be very good. Um, and so I need your help. We don't know a lot about a- them. Absolutely. Do you have we'll... pictures? Anything? It, it was not proper to take pictures of the brothers and sisters. They they needed their privacy. Uh, they were told that there were many who would try and suppress their message. Uh, that there were that there were forces there were great evils in the world and that they needed to stay out of the limelight and out of out of that kind of attention oh that makes perfect did you interact with them at any point outside of this building in other parts of town maybe from time to time we we went on outreach missions uh, during the night, uh, they one or two of them would leave with us to mm-hmm. find other souls in need of help. Hmm. But you never... There weren't other places that they haunted, so to speak. Well, I wouldn't say they haunted any places. Um, oh, you know, in the in the... I mean, we would go to there. There are a few shelters nearby that we would we would go to to volunteer at and look for people to to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some this of the. We would we would sometimes go to the Crog Street Tunnel uh, during the night markets um, to try and find special people. Uh, they tend to congregate there. What do you mean by special people? Sister Lynn had... She had an eye for people who shone brightly. I see. uh, Who would bring more light into the world if they were given the proper guidance. 
how fortuitous. Yes, I mean these these people. She's we found a handful of them, and you know after some training, they were sent out into the world to spread the mission in other cities. I see. Oh. Do you have any contact with them still? Yeah. Um. No, the brothers and sisters were the ones that kept in contact with them. I see. Do you know what out of the cities they were sent to? No, no, we don't. We that was all. The, that was not our ours to know. Willow is thinking about um, this place has an office, correct? Yeah, there's an office attached to this place. Um, have we scoured through that office? Um, yeah, or... you've gone through it. There's not a lot. Um, there's some sort of uh fairly mundane. Uh, like, you know, tax information and, uh, you know, the, the, the lease to the place and, and that sort of thing. Um, but you don't, like, find anything that has any anything incriminating or anything that would lead to any sort of supernatural information. Yeah, when I when I pull out all the stuff, I want to cross, I just want to cross check with them, like, the name on this lease, is this one of you uh, trying to find a maybe mortal name? with any of this. Um, he's, he says, um, yeah, he, he looks at some of the names and says, um, yeah, these, these are, are some of the congregants, um, that they, that they set up the, the revival hall with. I can, mm-hmm. I can get you in touch with them. They were here, they were here a couple nights ago when, when we came. Yeah. Hey. Uh, question. Um, so I know, like this, it it was like a church congregation or something. Did you guys like, like, do like any sort of fundraising, or how did how did you guys did you have like a bank account somewhere? Um, those of us with means would contribute. Uh, and and but. We we believe that um, uh, Brother Isaiah was of means. He seemed to be always able to provide when a when a financial need was what came about. Okay. Yeah, uh, Willow is just like a little bit frustrated. Man, I... Um. Well, I suppose I'm going to be keeping it. Do any, do the rest of you have anything you want to ask these guys? I'm not gathering anything useful here. Yeah, I actually had a question. Um, In times that you needed to get in contact, the brothers and sisters of the congregation, um, did you have any means of doing so other than visiting this location? Um they mostly were here and we could mostly contact them here um sister lynn we could call sister lynn um but she hasn't been picking up would uh, you be willing to let me know the number that you were trying to reach her at we are concerned as well about the well-being uh, of the former organizers of this congregation 
um, you you sort of immediately can tell that that is that that you're gonna meet some resistance on that. Uh, if you'd like right. to give me a uh, charisma persuasion roll, sure, uh, with your hunger dice included, that will that will see how that goes. So I have a I have a persuasion specialty in victims. Are these people victims of me? Of you, I would say no. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. Being victims. That's a great specialty. <laughs> yeah, it is. I say, uh, they're gonna be. Yeah, I, I, I would say that you've used them. I wouldn't say you've victimized them yet. Um, I have one success. Okay. I say, we are very worried about her, and we've reached the end of our capacity to, to find her. So, so Anna pulls out um, a business card. Um, that has a phone number on it, and so it says she would occasionally pick up. But we haven't we haven't heard from her in a long time. This will be very useful in our search, and I give you my word that we will do everything in our power get in contact with her and try to make sure that she's okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We 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 would like to know that she's well. We'd like to know that all of them are well. Do do you do you know anything about what's happened to them? We're investigating. And we're here to help. And we will be. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be honest with you. Originally, I was here for, you know, business. Business. Mm-hmm. Buy, sell, flip, run, whatever. But finding out that people like these who had such a good impact on this community just disappeared like this, that doesn't sit right with me. And I'm willing to do what I can. Thank you. That's That's good to know. Do you need anything else from us? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Well, well, thank you very much. Um, uh, we'll, we have, uh, we've been trying to do the work on our own. Um, it's very hard to do so without their guidance, but, um, I don't know. They kind of actually look over to uh, Alex, uh, since he was sort of the one that sort of took the more ecclesiastical role. Um, Do do you, sir, do you have anything, any insights, any wisdom that we might be able to use to help the good work? If I remember correctly, Alex used a fake accent with them, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yes. Alex uh, will kind of go over and, you know, he's wearing his big aviator sunglasses, his hood <laughs> pulled up and his sleeves all the way down. He puts his hand on the shoulder of the, the guy. He says, sometimes, brother, when we think that we are lost, that is when we are in the process of becoming found. Give it time. And I promise you that if Sister Lynn is to be found, She's going to find herself. Preach. Yeah, they they, they like they like <laughs> clasp their hands in prayer and thank you, thank you. That's that's so encouraging. I I think that'll that'll help us quite a bit. I think that I think that she she will be found and and yes, thank you. You guys have a good night. Stay okay. safe. 
Um, I want somebody to give me a wits insight roll. I'll do that. Uh, Just one person. Any, any, any anyone who would like to can. Cadence isn't doing much else right now. Put put your hunger dice in there as well. Oh yep. well, that changes things. Okay. Uh, that. Is there any two. time you don't put your hunger dice? No, in? you always do. I just like reminding you, you because it's a weird new okay, mechanic. Sweet. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how? Uh, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> how much did you get there, Madison? Um, um, Cadence. Two. Okay. All right. So the those of you who got uh. Two? Did you get two as well, Willow? Mm-hmm. Two. Okay, yeah. Um, you sense that they they seem kind of they seem very composed. Um, they seem like they they've got a lot of um. They're handling the issue very well. Uh, Alex, you you have the particular insight of, you know how long it's been since these people have had blood, and you've seen what someone strung out on a blood addiction looks like. Oh, boy. They don't have any shakes. They don't have any signs. Uh-huh. Okay. So they're sort of packing themselves up. They've standing up from the table uh, and are sort of getting themselves ready to go. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say anything yet. Oh, well, okay. you two keep yourself safe. Thank you. We we will do what we can. Be in touch. Thank you. Yes. Yes. We'll we'll, we'll if we find anything out, we'll let you know. And they head out. As soon okay, as soon. they close the door, I'm just like that was very encouraging, Alex. I really felt that you were almost earnest. Uh, well, you know, we all have a. We all have our skills. Uh, did anyone else notice, uh, how long has it been since they've fed? Wasn't it last week that we had our orgy? Hmm. Did anybody else notice that they didn't seem particularly uh, needy? Uh, now that you mention, now it. mention it. Jinx. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> nothing. Uh, Jinxes uh, are illegal. It's it's a game. Do you know what fun is? No, I don't. It's a venture thing. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> Clearly, uh, they're, they're getting blood from somewhere. Yeah. Want me to tail them? I'll tail them. Uh, might not be the worst idea. Because like all <laughs> this idea. stuff you're talking about with the you know getting in good with the other coteries and doing the politics stuff that that ain't my bag. But you know this this I can do. Yeah. That sounds like your sort of thing. Yeah. Then we'll put yeah. it in your hands. Sounds like. Fun. So I'm you... going to start seeing if I can pull info on this address, number, name, whatever. Okay. Um. That will be. Getting used to the skills. Go um, ahead and let uh let McKenna do do her part. Okay, of it sure. First, yeah, so I talk about that's already. that's fair. All right, so McKenna, uh, yes. you, you are you? To... Hmm? Uh, I was going to ask McKenna. Do you want me to trail behind you at a very far distance with a getaway van or a getaway car? That's actually not a bad idea. Because Willow, the moment you were like, "Hey, I want to stop." Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, hey, that sounds great. I'm super interested. Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, so I'll. And I'll... tell you in my car. Okay. Um. Did they come in a car? or Did they walk? Did like, they... do we hear the sound of a car starting as they leave? You do not hear. You do not hear the. Well, you hear the sound of cars passing by the, the right. area. You do not hear a specific car starting up. Okay. All right. So I'm going to assume that they walked because if they were, if they drove here, then Cadence would need the car. But if they didn't, that's fine. So she's going to say, uh, "Yeah." Um. And if I need to make a quick exit I'll, I'll i'll give you a ring oh don't worry i'll, I'll be close okay. okay so you you head out and start tracking them down yes okay all right uh let's see that will be uh cadence i will say that is going to be a right now that's going to be a wit streetwise roll Okay. Alrighty. Okay, what do we got here? That's that's gonna be three. Three successes. Okay. Um so after a little bit, I mean you you, you kinda you do a quick uh up and down the street a little bit, just sort of checking corners and whatnot. Uh and you see them uh a couple of blocks away. Uh, standing uh, at a bus stop. Okay. All right. So, uh, she's not going to get on the bus because obviously they know what she looks like, and they mm-hmm. don't want she doesn't want them to know they're being followed. So, she's going to uh, send a quick text to Willow saying, "We're following the bus." Okay. Oh, public transport. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> do you come up and like pick pick uh, uh, Cadence up in your car? Is that how this does, she, this works? If she asks me to, that is one hundred percent what I will do. Yeah. No, this is her job. She's going to stick to her job. She just needs help with her job. All right. Noted. Like, hey, do you want to take off your dropkick Murphy hat? Do you want to wear something so you look a little less like you? I don't know. What to do. Uh, do you want a FedEx hat? Like I, it's. I'll 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 lose the hat, and she takes off the hat, and her hair looks even worse without. Ooh, uh, no! I have like pizza delivery. We can. I have one of those fake little Pizza Hut things you put on the top. Oh, that's good. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, yeah. so while you guys are talking, you see uh, the Marta bus pull up. Uh, and the two of them get on the bus. Let's follow this bus as far as it'll go. <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to need from you uh, is, we're going to call this a composure <laughs> drive check to drive casual. <laughs> Act casual, guys. Perfect. Drive casual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure I my hunger guys. Let's see how well I do this. I'd get away driver. See how good I can Oh shoot. Okay. Um two successes. Two successes. I okay. I feel something bad is gonna happen soon. Oh, more than likely. Yeah, that's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you um you 
begin to trail the bus. Uh, you sort of keep, you know, probably about a block of distance between you and it uh, pretty easily. Uh, mm -hmm. Eventually, it pulls into uh, the bus. Um, uh, crosses over uh, into downtown, uh, which is Camarilla territory. We'll just be in and out, right? Wait, do they have? Do they also have a magical map that lets them know when people are in their territory? Not that you're aware of. The only one that you are aware of is the map that is uh, along the I twenty barrier. Uh, you're not certain if they have anything like that for the for their own territory. Uh, but no. yeah, the bus. Oh, sorry. Didn't but that is, that is where the bus is heading. Uh, you uh, it is is currently sitting at a red light, uh, with you uh, like one block of traffic behind. But mm -hmm. like you pull up a quick like sched like uh, um thing and and like you can tell that bus is going to to Five Point Station, which is sort of the main. Uh, hub of the of the transit system, which is mm -hmm. firmly in care in uh, in Camarilla territory. Uh, when we when we sort of realize that, she says, uh, "Well, we'll just be like in and out." Yeah? Dude, it's only you know wrong if you get caught. So yeah. we don't get caught. We're fine. And if we do get caught, we just say, hey, there was some rogue ghouls that was going to make trouble in your territory. And then suddenly, you know, we're not there because we're trying to make trouble. We're trying to stop trouble. It, yeah, that's that seems like <laughs> something I'd ask somebody else to tell them on our behalf. Yeah. Well, that's you then. You do you do that thing. That's oh. how. Okay, so the light turns green and the bus is going. <laughs> go, go, go! <laughs> Okay, so it heads, um, and the bus uh, heads into Five Point Station, which, uh, for those of you who have never seen it, Five Point Station uh, is, it's kind of a building on the ground, but there are many layers to it down below the city. Uh, so it pulls into, into the bus terminal, um, uh, which is not accessible by normal cars. Uh, mm. You're going to have to find... You are currently in, in a car, uh, and they are getting off and going into this large, somewhat labyrinthine station. How are you guys approaching that? Is there a car park nearby? Uh, yeah, there's, I mean, there's street parking, and there is a, a um, uh, you know, there's like two-hour parking nearby on the street, uh, and there is a MARTA car park. All right, you let me out here and go find a place to stash the car, and then I'll go inside and try to catch him as they bust. Oh, I'll be able to recognize you, no problem. Let me go park. Okay, the inner all city right. parking, the Indeed. worst adventure. Oh man, uh, the the true <laughs> the true Atlanta. Yeah, the true oh yeah, the true cosmic horror is Atlanta parking. But yeah, you let her off. In a parking. Exactly. All right, so um, I am going to need from you, uh, Cadence. Uh, mm -hmm. A wits survival roll now. Okay. Uh, because you you don't exactly have eyes on them. You know they went into the into the facility. You know where they they came from. Mm hmm But you don't you don't have eyes on them currently. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh dear! Ah, it's off the table. Uh oh. <laughs> Whatever. I'll just throw another one. <laughs> oh shit! And that's four. Four successes. Okay, four yeah. Su four successes. No, no, no relevant hunger dice. 
Actually, I'm waiting for those to come up. No, I'm dreading and I know it's gonna happen at a critical moment. <laughs> okay, uh, so you get eyes on them. Uh, you basically see them uh, sort of across a bridgeway uh, okay. as they are getting onto an escalator heading down to the trains. Okay. Um, now I need you to make a deck stealth roll for me. Deck stealth, okay. And um, she's going to actually take the scarf that she usually wears, mm-hmm. and she's going to, like, put that over her head as if she's, like, wearing it, you know. Because, you know, it's, it's that time of year where it's a little chilly, so, you know. And makes her look a little less obviously her. Okay. Deck stealth. That's another four. Good times. I know. I'm really, I'm really nervous now. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you are able to sort of tail them uh, without them noticing. <laughs> Proud of you. <laughs> so yeah, so you uh, are there. Um, let me see something real quick. Yeah, you don't have that. Um, let me make another roll now. So. Um, yeah, so you follow them down, uh, and they are going on a westbound train. Um, okay. Uh, that looks like they're waiting for it. Okay. Um, she's going to uh, send actually a, a group text saying what platform they're at, uh, the direction that the train is going. Should I get on or should I hold off for now? And you know what? Because that even... seems to be like pushing luck, pushing her luck a little bit to get on a train by herself somewhere else. And even though I know what signal is life in Five Point Station, I'm going to say that that goes through. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, Willow, you've you've managed to park the car, um, and we're gonna go back to uh, Alex and Madison real quick. Um, oh yeah, I, I finally find a parking spot after just honking my horn because I'm people just pull out in front of me. I'm like, fuck you. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm like, can I cuss on this? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a World of Darkness game. You can cuss all the fuck you want. Um, No, it's fine. I'm just like, fuck you, and then I... I I literally (laughs) cannot comprehend the idea of playing Vampire the Masquerade PG-13. Yeah, it's not not possible. But anyway, so, Alex and Madison. So the girls leave. I'm just going to bop down and grab that dice that dropped. (laughs) So, Alex and Madison, the girls leave. uh, And sort of leaving you to your own devices. Alright, time to crack a beer. Yeah. Well, you could. You could just, you know, hold it and think about beer. Hey, man, I have Humanity 8. If it was wine, I can drink it. <laughs> you can drink wine, you just have to throw it up again. That's like, true. I'm why specifically wine? I, I, you asked the fucking people who wrote the book. <laughs> I think because of the line, we never drink wine. Yes. Mm. I, Alex is, is mixing. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be pounding the virtual pavement with this magical little car that is chock full of potentially useful details. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna want uh, I'm gonna want you, uh, Madison, to roll me intelligence and technology. Yeet. 
right, that is three successes. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, you um, you're able to get uh, a, a basically a registry of numbers um, that uh, you, you, it's it's not like you don't find the holy grail here, uh, but you basically can tell that this um, this particular number is uh, one that is assigned to um, a company that does burner phones. What what would basically use as burner phones. Metro um, PCS. Yeah, but yeah, it's a Metro <laughs> PCS number, for lack of a better, uh, you know. Um, so you 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 get you find that out about it. Um, As expected. I mean, yeah, you're, you're you're able to sort of uh, you're able to like do a spoof text, so it doesn't come from from any number that you you know. Um, uh, and it it doesn't give any sort of like bounce back information. So it so the, is the current, number is still in service. The, yeah. The number is still in service. Um, and yeah, that's, do you have any, uh, do you have any specific questions that you're trying to answer with that? Um, so what name is what name and, and cause the card is, is a business card. So what, yeah. what information is on the business card? Oh no. Okay. It, it was a card. It, it was, it was, um, it was a card to like a a Ford dealer, but it had the number oh, okay. written on the back. Okay, I see. Oh, uh, so okay. it was just the okay. That's my bad. Um, yeah, I thought it was like a business card. No, card sorry, that, I didn't. Like... I didn't describe it well enough. Oh no, it's fine. But yeah, uh, so, um, but any any other specific information that you're trying to get out of it? I mean, I'll probably try to see if any mistakes that someone who is being careful but doesn't fully understand technology might have happened, like maybe accidentally signing into Google with this phone number because you can sign into services with a phone number instead of an email address. Since, fun fact, viewers out there, SMS messages are basically just emails and they're super insecure, just like email. <laughs> so be really worried for the rest of your life about every text you send. Um, Great, that's put... exactly what I needed to hear after the text I sent today. No problem. Don't put the social security number in it. You should be. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's unencrypted. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So you um, you find um, yeah, you are able to. You basically enter that phone number into. Like, uh, you know, you, you, you try to, to do some, like, a Google recovery stuff with it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, eventually, uh, I'm trying to think of what would be plausible for that. Um, <laughs> not, not super hard to guess recovery questions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Who is the super... Lord among Lords? Jesus! Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you basically, you get, um, you try that for a little bit. You try and, like, find some recovery answers. Uh, and after, like, the third or fifth time, uh, you get a, um, you basically get a rejection notice of this, this, the, the user of this phone has, 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 has blocked this particular service from that. That's very good information. Very Um, good. So, Alex, while you're mixing, uh, I would like for you to give me a wits performance roll. Oh, that's a good roll for me. One moment. 
Uh, hunger dice? Yes, please. Okay. Bless America. Why do I ask questions I really don't want the answer to? That's a good one, yeah. And what do specializations do? I believe they add an extra die. Okay. Is this a specialization since I'm DJing? Um, no. I mean, you're doing it for an audience of one, so I don't think that, that really counts as uh, uh, okay. performances for, for that specific one. Uh, one, two, three, four successes. Okay, and uh, no, nothing special on the hunger, hunger die there? Hunger they dice? only count if they're both ones or both zeros, right? Uh, yeah, no, they, they count, the ones count if you fail the roll, um, okay. and the zeros count if you get two, if you get two zeros or two tens in a roll and one of them is a hunger die, or multiple of them are hunger die, then that's a messy critical. Okay, no, no, none of that. None of that. Okay, cool. So you're, you're sort of, um, sorry, I'm just checking. Yeah, it's one extra die. Um, I was curious. So you're 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 spinning the beat. You're spinning the beat, um, and uh, you know you're you've got your uh, you, you start to hear something in the noise. Um, so you sort of put your headphones on to try and, and isolate um, the, the the noise, um, and you sort of hear this hissing vocal underneath that you haven't mixed in and it's just it's sort of semi-melodically whispering come home come home come home oh no uh okay um i'm going to clip out a piece of that and i'm gonna motion over to madison (laughs) Okay. He mo- yeah, Alex motions over to you. Huh? What? Hey, I just want to... Can you hear this? He uh, puts the headphones on. You hear You hear nothing. Oops. Yeah, you just hear sort of a backbeat. Yeah, it sounds good, man. So no uh, subliminal messaging or anything like that? Well, if there's subliminal messaging, I wouldn't be aware of it. Oh, well, so it's about to be a moment for... Um, it's at that point that you guys get... messaging? <laughs> it's at that point that you guys get the group task from Cadence. What does it say again? Yeah, Cadence. Uh, it says, you know, at the transit station, they're on a platform waiting to head west. Follow yes, no. I... Think that you should come home. Yeah, too risky. That's Camarilla territory. Get our. Hmm. Yeah. Enter. All right. Um. At the very least, we can't. uh, Hold on. Uh, we can't hear you, Willow. You're muted. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Uh. Like, as I'm seeing all that, I'm just like, son of a bitch. I just park. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, my thoughts are racing. Like, I don't want to let them away. I mean, yeah, we're in Camarilla territory. 
but we're not feeding him, you know, uh, we're not trying to cause trouble here. It's a big, I mean, big city, small world of darkness, whatever. Maybe able to get in and out without being a problem. She and just, I want to, and I want to know where they live. She yeah, could just get point. on, get on the train, and just like sit there until I'm, it makes its rounds and head home. I'm running. Just, I'm off. running to where you are because you texted the. Yeah. You texted the thing. I Damn, put on fuck a hat. It, go for I it. grabbed from the back seat. I put on a hat. I take off whatever I'm wearing, so I'm not wearing the same bloody clothes I spoke with them with. And I'm I'm running to where you're at because I just I'm getting on that train. A very bad feeling about this. Um, nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? Uh, also, nothing ventured, nothing lost. That's not always true. I just have a bad feeling about this one. Um. <laughs> Let's just hope we don't have to get into any social because in that I mean, case, we're going to die here. Again. Cadence is like looking at the phone and says, we, you should come home and looking at the train and she she really wants to follow them. She's like, I should do what I'm told because that's the smart move, you but begin... it's not the fun move. So two things happen. Uh, you begin <laughs> to hear the uh, the... Uh, screeching of wheels and the blowing of wind that heralds an oncoming train. Um, Maybe it'll take a long time. And uh, Willow, uh, as you are uh, essentially getting ready to cross the street to head into the station, um, a very large um, sort of uh, stretched Hummer pulls up in front of you. uh, and a the, the the window begins to roll down, uh, and you sort of see you see into it. You see a figure, and he's like looking at something, holds it up, turns it around to you, and you see a picture of your face. And that's where we're going to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. The Malkavian. <laughs> All right, everyone. We're gonna we're gonna take probably what might be a little bit longer than usual break because we have to bring in our first guest of uh, Burn It Down. What? Exactly. <laughs> so I have to do some tech wizardry and get someone on the line. So we'll be seeing you all fairly soon. Let's hope that's the sheriff and not the scourge. Let's well, you know, maybe I can sweet talk. Let's see. Cadence will beat his ass. Cadence <laughs> is getting on a fucking train. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, we'll uh, see you guys soon. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we'd like to go ahead and introduce our first ever guest to Burn It Down. Please say hello to Matthew. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Matthew. It's a pleasure to be here. I hope to bring you entertainment this evening. All right, well, we'll get to know Matthew a little bit later after the show, but let's go ahead and get back into the game. So, Hancock, you have been given your orders, and you have gotten into your stretched Hummer, which you use for official business. And while you're on your way to these Anarchs Haven, you see something strange. You see one of them uh, that you recognize from the pictures that you were given 
walking down the street, going uh, across the street into Five Point Station, which is in Camarilla territory, where they're not supposed to be. So you pull up in front of her, roll down your window, check the photo, and show it to her. Uh, and she looks a bit shocked when you do so. Hi. You're far from home. Oh, I'm... lost. Would you like a ride? I'm trying to catch a train, actually. I insist. As the door, he opens the door and you start singing to him. Um, he actually looks relatively like a dude. Looks like an average dude with a cigar. Um, really, I can't get into a car with strangers. I'm trying to catch a wayward. Ah, uh, Miss Walsh, I am no stranger. You'll be safe. That I guarantee. Get in the car. All right, well. I'm not trying to die today, so I'm getting... I get into the car, and I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) Face in hand. Okay, so you get into the car, and it pulls out into traffic. Now, Cadence, uh, you are in the train station. The train is starting to come into the station. Now, you are a bit out of the way. You're not on the main track. You're sort of in a little alcove so that you won't be seen by these two ghouls. And just as you start to see the light of the train, you notice something very strange. You see about a dozen rats milling around your feet, sort of just nipping at the hem of your jeans. Okay, that's weird and worrisome, because rats don't do that on their own. Cadence knows rats don't do that on their own. Um, so... She is going to, uh, yeah, she's actually just going to make a, she's going to get on the train, because why else would she be here? Um, if, if these rats are answering to another kindred, she has to go with the story that she's just passing through to get to another area. So, um, she's going to probably get on the car like a car above or behind where um the two ghouls are so she can like keep an eye on them through the windows but she's not in the same car as they are okay you make a bolt for it the rats only follow you for about a foot uh and you sort of see them sort of scurry back into the alcove uh they're all sort of standing on their hind legs giving you a little rat shade uh chittering at you angrily she's glaring at those rats as she walks away. Okay, so back in the car. Uh, the car begins to head southeast through Atlanta traffic towards your haven. Uh, and it's not really being that much of a courteous driver. Uh, it's being very aggressive. Um, but you and this individual are alone in the back. And he's just still holding up that photo. Alright, so... Uh, that picture, not a great angle for me. I can see it's not your best, but... Yeah. How have you been in your evening? We have a few minutes before we get where we're going. Oh, so, um, where... Where's this limo going? Um, you're, uh, I think... Your home base. 
across the line, as it were. Oh, so you're just like depositing me on the other side, yeah? No, no. You'll stay in the car. Oh. I'll have your rest of your friends come with us. All right, so yeah, no. Can I can I get like a name and explanation? Oh, I apologize. I, I feel I feel like My I'm being a bit poor. Yeah, yeah. habits and all that. You can call me Hancock. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're really, really new. Um, oh, unbelievably. That would, be, that would be Sheriff Hancock. Yeah. Well, to be fair, there is a very good explanation for everything that is happening. Uh, there always is. Oh, this one's a very good. I'm all ears because I got some time. Uh, she like looks down at her, and then looks back up. Um, trying to track down some way. Trying to take care of a problem in regard to that. In our territory. Yeah, well, there was someone else trying to deal with it. So someone else is in our territory that we're not. They walked of. to your territory. I don't oh, so you listen. were helping us out. Yes. I was doing you a favor oh, by finding the... Curry favor. We can work on that. I... We... Oh, shitty persuasion. Yeah. Um... I suppose we can hash out favors later, but... Just oh, was trying to find what you want. I'm. I. This is a um, cordial visit. Cordial. You can't see me coming. So no. All right, we're gonna switch back to Canes for a second. Uh, so you are sitting in the car. I'm assuming you're sort of near the transition between the cars, so you can keep an eye uh, on the ghouls in the car in front of you. Is that right? Yeah, she's like sta- standing like right at the end of the at the car, keeping an eye on them. Yeah, she's just going to stay on the train and wait till they leave and note the stop that they get off at. Uh, so, yeah, so you pull up to your haven. Um, the car moves through uh, very easily. Um, mm. So uh, so you haven't sent out any warning texts or anything of that nature? Uh, no, not yet. As a, uh, I'm not about to pull out my phone in front of the guy yet. Okay, noted. Uh, I'm still I'm still sizing him up, trying to see where I stand in the situation. Uh, if I feel my phone buzzing in the pocket, I'm just like, well, that's that's gonna have to wait. <laughs> it doesn't seem like anyone has sent any messages uh, since the last little flurry. Um, so yeah, you Hancock, you're at the place. All right, Miss Walsh. Uh, okay. Shall we? Shall we have you? Shall we go inside and have you introduce me to them? Oh, oh, this doesn't look great, but yeah, sure. I That's get out, <laughs> and I will. I let her out and keep the motor running. Yes, sir. So is he this? Closes the door. Were, were he closes you... the door for you. He closes it behind you like a gentleman. Oh, I love that. Uh, um, I have a question. So you were you on your way to do this anyway? Like serendipity. Oh. My favorite. 
and <laughs> I go knock on the door. I always like I always like seeing people's new pads. This one was inherited. Right. And I, I just like, I'm just like in my head. I sure hope Alex or uh, Madison have the, the vocal savvy to to save this. So is this a good time to remind you, Scott, that I have Camarilla Infamy to you? Oh yeah, well aware. Okay. Um. Hi. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess Willow opens the door to the Haven. Uh, I think Alex and Madison are still doing their business, uh, and she's with someone. Hello, everybody. I was intercepted on my way to get those guys. I'm going to look up. And I'm, none other than... I'm going to look up, and I'm going to say, oh, hey, how you yeah. doing, Sheriff? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Mars. Good evening. Um... Would you, like a, <laughs> would you like a glass of tea or something? I'm... Hmm. No, not right now. I'm on duty after all. Oh, so this is an official visit then? Yes. Ah, that's lovely. A cordial one for now, but official. Excellent. <laughs> Where are your others? That's it for now. You you know they're missing one. Uh, one of our other our other coterie mates is out uh, doing. Uh, I believe she's hunting. Ah, uh, um, Scott. So all three. Who who are the three that are there? Okay, so uh, based on your records, you've got Alex Mars, who's a yeah. kind of a known entity in Atlanta. Um, you know he's he's been an anarch for a while. Uh, Willow Walsh, obviously, you've, you've met, uh, and Madison Faircloth, uh, who is a name that you know uh, outside of this little endeavor. You've heard his name before. Um, you you think that he's something of an outcast from the Ventru clan, uh, that um, you're fairly certain that you're certain that the if there's any heat to come from him onto him, you're pretty certain the prince will want to deal with that herself. Understood. Okay, just want to make sure. So we're missing. Uh, uh, we're missing Miss Hughes. We can pass on messages. Well, let's yeah. let's give her a little bit of a rallying cry. I need all of you. So hmm. cadence. Yes. Um, after a couple more stops, uh, you see them stand up, um, and trying to find a good place for them to get off, uh, in the city. Yeah, they get off, uh, near, uh, in a... Sorry, checking the map here. They get off uh, in a place called Collier Heights, uh, okay. which seems to be sort of a residential district uh, in the West Atlanta of the city. Okay, all right. Um, is that still in CAM territory? Uh, actually, no, that is in Anarch territory. 
Awesome. It's okay, cool. it's it's just above. It's it's sort of similar uh, to where your territory is located in that it's right above uh, I-20, which is this, the dividing line between north and south. But it's sort of mm-hmm. just at the edge. It's near 285, which is sort of the boundary line for Atlanta proper. Okay. All right. So she is going to make note of that, um, and then she's just going to wait. I guess for the train well actually it would probably take longer to wait for the train to circle back to the station than it would just be to call a cab yeah uh probably that's that's probably <laughs> so she, true so she's going to get off at the next stop and call a cab to take her back to uh the haven okay the noted for that car is going to be insane assuming that she's responsive by text madison will actually have an uber called and waiting at the station for her okay we can oh. we we can say that that got taken care of just to speed it up yeah okay. absolutely so yeah you you there's, basically... there's a lot of colon vertical line emojis along with uh madison saying hey you should really get back we have a visitor colon uh... vertical line uh, yeah, like actually typed so that her phone can see it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, actually, UTF eight encoded. I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please. I'm sorry. Please stop. Um. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Um. You get in touch with her. You let her know. Um. Uh. And uh, you know, I, I'm I'm assuming there's a uh some uh. <laughs> Backdoor communications to let to note let the driver know that there's extra in it if he can speed it up. Okay. Um, so within about 15 minutes of uh, of all this sort of conspiring, you're alone with this guy for about 15 minutes before Caden shows up. So if there's anything that you guys want to talk about during that time, any anything specific, you can do that, or we can just fast forward to you being all together give you guys like a pleading like as pleading as I can give look with my eyes and I'm just like hmm. well you can um, always show me around but uh, I just want to hope you like Jesus he ain't so bad not for me no. I hope you don't I hope it does not offend you but of course we're not going to show you the ins and outs of our haven charity sad so what what you can see, uh, Hancock, uh, is it's it's kind of looks like a community center. Uh, you know, there's sort of activity stations. There's sort of an open area uh, where like dances could be held, and there's like tables and chairs and cork boards, and it looks pretty de rigueur. Oh, this is where we're gonna make the macaroni yard. I see. <laughs> Matt actually laughs at that. <laughs> Uh, for a cop, you're not so bad. Anyway, so we'll fast forward until Kate, <laughs> until uh, the the Uber driver like peels out around the corner, um, and stops, uh, like almost slamming into the Hummer, uh, but stops on a dime and and lets you out. She hops out and slams the door behind her and has her hands shoved in her pockets and maybe actually probably, you know, just kicks open the door and is like, so what is the big fucking deal? Oh, hello. Hi. You must be uh, Miss Walsh, is that correct? 
A huge. Uh, I apologize. We all look alike to him. Damn, I was gonna make that joke, you son of a bitch. You're welcome. Gotta be quicker there, son. Anyways. It's just cadence. Anyways, now that you're all here, you're all together, we can get down to some business. You all, <laughs> I would like so kindly to come with me in that very big Hummer outside to go see the prince. She would like to talk to all of you. Wait, wait, who, who, who are you? I'm Hancock. Sheriff Hancock. Oh shit. Yeah. Cam shit. God damn it. So, what is the occasion on which the illustrious prince of the Atlanta domain would invite four lowly anarchs? A little bit of a meet and greet. Discussion of borders in the security. That, that's a... Uh... That is, if pardon the the rudeness, of course, horseshit. Uh, but if Prince Adelia wanted us dead, we would be dead. So I suspect that our night is going to go a whole lot more easily if we just go with the good uh, sheriff to meet his dastardly prince. Well, I, I for one, find that tongue a little bit better when you are in her presence. Of course. I, for one, would not decline the immense (laughs) honor and respect being offered to us by the prince. I think it bodes well for future cooperation. Yeah, especially since I found that one, as he looks to, um, uh, as he looks to this Walsh, uh, especially since she was uh, over the line, as it were, earlier this evening. Lost. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, Willow is like steaming for here at the tone he is taking, uh, making the assumptions that anarchs are beholden to the prince in the way he is implying. And so I'm just like, I'm steaming, but I see that Madison is like, sure, we're going to be cordial. And so I'm just like holding it down. But I just, I, I don't like, don't like that tone. <laughs> so if you were to be our chauffeur, I suppose we should get going, right? Yes, we are burning nightlight after all. Uh, Lord knows I have more important things to do. As he walks on out of your haven. What a douche. Yeah. Alright, let me see. Hope everybody's eaten recently, he says as he heads out the door. Yeah, what is everyone's hunger at right now? Just to let me know. One, baby! One baby! Alright, so Alex is a little bit hungrier than the rest of us. Excellent. Um, okay. I'm getting used to it. Yeah, well, you know, stay hungry, my friend. Stay hungry. Um, anyway, so, uh, if there's no further ado, uh, you are led to this large stretched Hummer. Uh, very well-appointed leathers. There's a wet bar in there. Um, it's It's very posh. I, um... Come in, come in. There's plenty of room for everyone. <laughs> I sit in the Someone's compensating something. Hey, when you got it, want it. Job comes with the perks from time to time. Mm. Everyone remember that. Mm. As he sits terribly comfortably in his leather chairs. And as when everyone, when the doors are closed and the windows are completely up, you all look like you're kind of looking around, and then when you look back at him, he does not look like the way he looked before. What does he, he look is, like? 
He is a he's about the same height, but he's bulkier, and his skin is completely dead white, stretched out. He has these large pock marks that either let you see exposed skeleton and mus- muscle all, all across his face and skin. Still has a cigar that is absolutely real. Um, he's got straggly, gnarly hair. He's got like his entire face is when he when you see his teeth are just like sharp and jagged and he's got sunken in eyes obviously an Osferatu hmm. Aye. Good, luck. good to know I ain't the messiest one in the car <laughs> I'm cleaner than you are <laughs> probably but I just wanted to relax a little bit. It always helps un- get people to understand where I come from in these little endeavors. I'm here to, I would say facilitate, but really I just, at this juncture, since you're being so kind and polite to us by coming to see the prince, I'm just here to make sure nothing gets too out of hand. Glorified babysitter then. I don't think you have anything to worry about, Mr. Sheriff. I hope not. I mean, I might get fleas everywhere, but eh, you can deal I'll with that. Afterwards. It's true, she's filthy with the vermin. I'm sure the mighty ivory tower can handle any sort of infestation that might afflict them. Well, well, that the is absolutely the case. And I think infestations will be on the agenda this evening. So I think he's talking about us. So. I don't think he is. Oh, well, I guess we'll find out now, won't we? Mr. Mars, it depends on how you play your cards. Mm-hmm. You guys are young. You got, uh, what was it, mobility and mutability. You guys can adapt and change, which is good. But you got to follow the rules. And there are rules. There are always rules. Oh, yeah, you can snore all you want. But even the laws of the jungle got rules. She just sulks, kind of curls up, and leans against the door and is, like, obviously not pleased with any of these developments. She's probably pouting a little bit. She is a child. (laughs) If you're wondering if this is what living in Atlanta is like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, the car goes through uh, some side streets uh, closer to the heart of the city. Uh, eventually it pulls uh, into a very, very well-developed area of town uh, into one of the more notable uh, edifices in downtown Atlanta, which is the Georgia Aquarium. Um, This is a very large facility, very uh, modern architecture. Uh, It is sort of one of the the bigger attractions that the city has built in recent years. Um, And you are the car goes into sort of an underground lot, um, not a not any of the customer parking. Uh, it's definitely a sort of a maintenance uh, area um, behind uh, levels of security, uh, and you are led out through a parking garage into sort of the bowels of the aquarium through sort of back tunnels and whatnot, and not too terribly soon after you guys are in the building proper all of you feel 
it's it's kind of like a tingle up your spine um and and an almost comforting feel uh as you walk into what you believe what you feel to be uh an elysium uh consecrated by sort of the even the the, the basic ritualism that the Camarilla uh uses it's it's somewhat it's one of the weird commonalities between all sects all sects have Elysium of one type or another, mm-hmm. uh, and they all have a semi-sacred connotation uh, amongst kindred of all stripes, um, to such a degree that even the ground itself can be sometimes detectable through the blood. It is a place of no violence, uh, where uh, any attacks that come at you uh, are to be of a verbal nature, uh, and but your unlives are secured by the sanctity of the pact uh, between all kindreds to honor such places. But anyway, you are eventually led uh, into a large meeting room uh, that is uh, has a number of tables set up um, and a large uh, curtained uh, wall on one side there are a couple of kindred here um and if uh, and a small handful of uh, what you believe to be ghouls uh just sort of in attendance not uh approaching you or talking to you in any way um they all sort of hold themselves aloof from you all uh no one comes up to offer you any uh any uh niceties or anything like that um but uh you are shown uh to a basically a table up close to the curtained area uh and hancock you are given the signal that the prince is ar- will be arriving shortly uh, the when we left the car the mask is back up um and when he, he has you all just gesture for sit where you'd like he himself takes a seat um, off to the side, pretty close to where likely the prince will be sitting. Cadence isn't going to sit. She's going to lean up against a wall, sort of sort of off to the side. She doesn't look comfortable in this environment at all um, and isn't going to make herself look like she's comfortable. She's goes, not about that. Hancock looks over and goes, please sit. I don't want to sit. I don't care what you want. Cadence is fine. This is Elysium. You have nothing to worry about. That is true. I cannot make you sit right now. It's not you making me do anything that I'm worried about. She does sit down. And he sits comfortably in a chair? No, she, she, she does. Madison told her that she should, so she's going to do that. So, uh, shortly thereafter, uh, the curtains pull aside with a with a quickness uh and you are met with the image of an incredibly large tank of water um that is lit by artificial lights from above uh and you see this sort of uh, man-made but very artfully done undersea tableau mm-hmm. um and then very suddenly rising from the depths uh, 
is a massive creature that swims past uh, the window once and then comes back again uh, and you believe it's some strange breed of shark not Ooh. quite a great white but almost that big um, and it sort of settles with its eye looking to all of you um, and then you see a figure in a wetsuit uh, unhook themselves from one of the fins uh, and swim around to the side, give the shark a caress with her hand, and then she goes and swims out of your view. About five minutes later, the shark remains looking at you. Uh, and from a side door uh, comes a woman, tall, uh, very pale skin, um, blonde hair with only the slightest hint of gray, um, still a little damp, uh, but uh, having changed out of the wetsuit uh, into a into a very simple but elegantly cut dress. And she uh, goes over to you, Hancock, and puts out her hand. Okay, sit. Uh, and uh, then she turns to all of you and nods to each and then sits at the head of the table where you all are. says, welcome to my Elysium, kindred. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I am, of course, Prince Adeline Peterson. It is a pleasure to meet all of your acquaintances. I, I turn my head, look at either Alex, uh, Madison for any sort of cue. On... Mad Madison seems to be going for the poker face approach. Early Sam is lovely. Thank you. It's Prince, a. Sort of... Yes, Hancock. Uh, Prince, just so you know, they did come quietly and. Politely. That is okay. very good to know. Thank you for informing me of that, Sheriff. Yes, it is a it is a rather nice Elysium, Miss Walsh. I I thank you for your uh, approval. Of course, it's not the fox, but what can be? Oh. Regardless, you honor us with your hospitality. Oh. Yes, Mister Fairclough. I I do try to be hospitable. So, most of you are new to our fair city. How do you find it? Downtown traffic is real. <laughs> <sighs> For all of our power and all of our influence, there is still some remnants of the old guard, as it were. I'm actually told that the previous prince Benison actually had a hand in the design of our uh, road system here. Yeah, it's rumored that he did so to confuse the Yankees. Uh, 
Oh, well, he's he did doing a lovely great job. job. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, uh, he was of the Clan of the Moon, so who knows uh, what logic he followed in truth. Anyway. So what are we here to talk about? Just a hmm. uh, I like, even though you are not uh, bound by the traditions of hospitality, I like to meet everyone who is in Atlanta. I like to see their faces. I like to know who I share a city with. And, of course, there is a few questions, a few things that I have heard concerning things that perhaps we'll be able to iron out. Oh, sure. Like what kind of things have you heard about hmm. us in particular? I've heard that each of you have come here, not as single travelers, but through coordinated effort. I don't know much more beyond that, but I do know there is purpose behind your arrival in my city. I'm sorry, this city. And purpose is always worth considering. Allow me to assure you that that purpose is in no way even so much as tangential to the security, happiness, and health of your domain. It is a completely unrelated one. I see. Now I understand that where all you come from, the state of war between our sects is far more heated than it is in Atlanta. By necessity... <laughs> <laughs> yes. By necessity, we have had to calm things down here. So, I simply hope that we do not bring conflict from abroad where it needs not be. Because the time between the beginning of hostilities between our sects and the truce was not a good one for any of us. So if you're wondering if uh, Baron Tren is bringing um, um, recruits into Atlanta to start some sort of um, start some sort of uh, big final push, no. I, I don't feel like Atlanta has benefited from hostility between the Anarchs and the Camarilla historically, especially in that we are surrounded at all times ever by the Sabbat. Um, now, that said, we don't work for the Baron, so if he does want to take Atlanta from you, that's really something you'd have to discuss with him. We're a bunch of nobodies, and with all due respect, Prince, I would like to know what you really brought us here. I think he's the smart one. 
Indeed, indeed he is. He's certainly the talkative one. Thank you. Well, I hate to disappoint you, Mr. Mars. Mr. Mars, who has a more colorful past than any of your associates, I believe. But I do hate to disappoint you. I'm sorry to say that it is as I've said. I've heard a few concerning things, and I wish to be on face-to-face -face terms with every kindred in this city. Now, I do have... Hmm, there is a private matter, Mr. Faircloth, that you and I might need to discuss outside of any listening ears. But... I don't think it would be right to speak of that more in front of any who do not understand things the way our blood does. As you've invited us here to Elysium, it would be terribly rude of me to decline any further invitations. So when we're done here, I'd be more than happy to speak with you. Good. So... Are there any questions, any requests, anything that I can do for you, Kindred? Tell us what your concerns are so we can address them and go home. I have a little more than that, but she's pretty much right. I do my best. She says, well, my concerns are the Sabbat. My concerns are the Inquisition. My concern are... Tensions between Anarch and Camarilla flaring up to such a point that the devils on either side of us are able to swoop in and destroy us. Those are my concerns. I think those are our concerns as well. Yeah. As rare as it may be, it would seem that we of the movement and you of the Camarilla are of complete accord on that matter. Indeed. Indeed. Actually, yes. There is something. By all means. In regards to this. Yeah, we all mutually would benefit from them not being it's that recently. Very recently. They've crossing over in Tarbiter. Yes, that is unfortunate. I am led to understand that your Baron has distributed the maps that we, that our Tremere have created to yeah. monitor the border. Hmm. So there's more of those maps? Yes, every domain that lies around the border uh, has such a map, and those who guard it are given the maps in order to prevent, or not prevent, but keep an eye on any crossings from the south. It is, after all, to our mutual advantage that members of both sects be empowered to be aware of and to intercede in any Sabbat intrusions into civilized lands. Yeah. That is 100... No, Sheriff, speak your mind on this matter. It is your... This is your concern... As... 
security of this domain is one of my, if not the top concern that I have. That's why I think we all can work together on this. I can't be everywhere. You guys are all on the front lines. You could use our resources, our support. However, that gets a little dicey depending on the current political climate. It does indeed. One thing that I might request as a clarification on exactly where we are or are not allowed to be. Earlier, we were tailing leads of some interest in this regards, but we did stray into your territory. I would like to make sure that as long as we don't intend to feed there or start trouble there, that we are allowed to make incursions into your territory as regards this uh, issue. He says, that shows foresight and is not entirely outside the realm of possibility. I will say this. I will trust that any incursions from your coterie into Camarilla territory will be done, as you say, not to feed, not to cause trouble, but to pursue legitimate security interests. Mm -hmm. However, domain must be respected. And she snaps a finger, uh, and uh, one of the ghouls comes over with a, with a, a piece of paper, uh, and she hands it to her, and she looks at it, and uh, she says, she holds it out. Doesn't isn't particularly concerned with who takes it. Okay. I'll I'll take it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you, you, you either of you have it. Um. She says that is a routing number and a account information. Whenever such a necessary incursion occurs, I trust that you will pay homage. A thousand dollars. We'll think that's fair. Now, before you think me crass, that does not go to any of my funds. That goes to a women's shelter that I that I am uh, particularly interested in make, maintaining. Know that you help the mortals by showing proper respect. Now you're speaking in my language. Hmm. Now here's the other. Here's my two cents of the situation. The more details I get about these security risks, the more I and my people are willing to assist all of you and whatever you're dealing with. Because I heard a lot of ideas and thoughts, but I got no names, and names are what matter here. Yeah. So, what, every time we got to take a bus through your territory, we got to drop a thousand? Yeah, yeah, more or less. Well, you... I think we can agree that the the idea of an intrusion is much different from the idea of riding a bus along its route. I would that think... should probably be defined here. 
I believe that domain is sacred. I believe that there should be no casual incursions. I believe that any such should incur the respect that I've asked for. Right. Right then. Get to know your neighborhood real well. Oh, yeah. Hurt us in the pocket. In regards to attacking you, Sheriff, how do I go about doing that? Seem eager to throw your weight around, so we'll be able to see you when we need it. I think I'm starting to like this one. Starting. How will we be able to contact? Do we just wait for your limo? I'll set something up. You click your heels together three times and say there's no place like Yale. <laughs> say his name and he appears in a smooth uh, smile. You never know. Never know, and that's that's the kicker right there. You will never know. Well, no, I suppose that we actually will know, Sheriff, because if domain is sacred, as the prince has stated, then I suppose we can expect not to have you show up in ours again without. It depends. Depends on how official my business is. I mean, we could set up an account. We that's can certainly set up an account, though I don't think that's necessary. I just think that it would be worthwhile. Set up an account, we can pay it. Of oh, course. I'm sure, I know. You, you know who I am, Hancock. I'm not, we're not slapping dicks about money here. <laughs> the point that we're trying to make is that if we are truly going to respect one another the way that the Anarch movement and the Camarilla used to, in the mutual goal of ridding this city of the Sabbat once and for all, then we have to mean the words that we say. If domain is sacred, then so is ours. Agreed? They bring up a good point as he looks over to the prince. She's considering this, and she says, I am unaccustomed to hearing such profound insight regarding the traditions from anarchs. Indeed, I believe that your suggestion bears merit. Name a charity. Should any unfortunate lapse of uh, occur, we will pay in kind. Uh, I'll pass that over to our Illustrious leader, Mr. Faircloth. Leader. Didn't know we were allowed to have that. Pulls, pulls his phone out and makes a note. <laughs> I lean in to Madison and I said, I say, as much as I've spoken, I just don't want them to think it's me. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Mr. Hancock. Why don't you show our guests some of the finer points of the Elysium? I believe Mr. Faircloth and I must have a private conversation. No problem. Come with me. 
as he uh, as he just kind of lunges out of the chair, looking very uh, confident and sure of himself as he walks out of the Elysium proper. He turns to Willow very seriously and says, I'm not back in 15 minutes, call the president. And then he walks after the prince. Ooh, I don't have that enough. <laughs> I'm follow the uh, follow sheriff. Okay. Give me the tour. So... Yeah. Uh, well, we can go into specifics, but the whole of the aquarium is Elysium. Uh, so, and uh, it is something of a sight to see, even even at night. Um, he sort of leads you around, shows you, um, you know, some of the exhibits, and then some of the areas behind the exhibits that are used for kindred purposes. Um, that, uh, you know... Uh, it's it's something of a guided tour. You're not certain you're seeing all there is to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is certainly not something you would see every day. Yeah. Like starfish. At, towards the end of the tour, whenever we're sort of wandering around, he actually pulls – He someone comes up to him and hands him something, and he looks at it, and then he hands it to Miss Walsh specifically. Yeah. Wait. If I need you, there's a number on this. If this ever goes off, call it back. If you need to get in contact with me, call the number. I'm honored. And he hands you this, and it's a literally a pager. It is a pager from the 90s. Oh, this takes me back. <laughs> there's a she little, like... like, stamped phone number on, on, like, the side of it. That is obviously the number he wants you to call if you need to contact him, and the pager will work as a pager. Good technology. It wasn't dead. It never died. What is old is new again. Uh, like bell bottoms. Anyway, Madison. Uh, she stands uh, and goes and, and sort of motions you towards a different door. Um that uh well than the ones that your compatriots compatriots go through and she says if you will i will follow right along okay and she's confident as can be even though i'm super nervous and i'm pretty sure i'm dead now <laughs> don't worry i'll call the president <sighs> well he might uh, you know he might help a fellow bloodsucker anyway um hey! <laughs> Anyway, so she leads you through a few passageways until you are in um, a long tunnel made of uh, reinforced glass um, that is mostly – it's mostly dark in here. There's light shining through the water from, uh, from outside sources, um, but you are – in a mostly dark, surrounded by enclosed water. Um, Dylan, have you ever been to the aquarium? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know the you know the tunnel I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and she uh, she actually uh, holds out her arm for you to take. I will oblige and hook it properly. She says. Mr. Fairclaw, I really hate to say this, but I fear you may have me at a disadvantage. 
I'm flattered. Hmm. I suppose that's one way to take it. Of course, we both know about your position in the clan. Quite well. In fact, we both know that you did not come from any domain. You came from Chicago. And you know that the Prince of Chicago has declared that any Ventru in league with the Anarch movement is to be considered a traitorous caitiff. I am aware of that particularly myopic pronouncement, yeah. Let me assure you, there is no such blanket blood hunt in my domain. But, your name is on a list that has been given to me through our clan. A fellow Ventru has blood hunted you. Now, he kind of gives her the alright, go on look. He says, I am, of course, under no obligation to honor that hunt. And I do not intend to. Should not think you would be so crass as to grant hospitality to one that you intended to see destroyed only moments later. That no. seems below you. No, I would not. However, there would be many in our clan who would consider me honor-bound to inform the Prince of Chicago that one he, who he has blood-hunted has come, not necessarily into my domain, but into a city in which I have domain. It is unfortunate for him that your busy life may, if I am so fortunate, prove an inhibition to you finding the time to deliver such meager and unimportant news. Indeed, indeed. However, I do take the matter of clan honor very, very seriously. So, once again, I have to state that you have me at a disadvantage. I think I have been trying to come up with a reason ever since I heard that you are in Atlanta why I shouldn't inform him that you're here. Perhaps you can help me with that. I think you would find that I am an individual capable of being helpful in a number of ways. Now, if there was something that you had in mind, then perhaps I could render that assistance out of gratitude for the hospitality that you've shown myself and my coterie. That certainly would be along the lines of what I would be, of what would compel me to set aside the honor of our clan. 
Hmm. I'm curious as to what you think would be appropriate. Well, there are a number of things in our neighboring domains which are perhaps to neither of our likings. For example, I believe Bear and Tran of our domain is an intractable buffoon with whom your negotiations, I'm certain, have been less than enjoyable. He and I see eye to eye on a great many things, but we cannot seem to coexist very well. Well, that is true. I must imagine that a woman of such splendid vision as you could see easily how advantageous for both sides the installation of a more pliable individual might be. Hmm. One that understands statecraft the necessities of leadership, and the weight of the crown. Crown. Funny to hear an anarch talk of crowns. There's one thing that I've learned. It's the only difference between our sects is whether or not the crown is acknowledged or hidden. So you would rid me of... I wouldn't say a thorn, but an irritant who, despite his irritation, is performing the necessary tasks for the security of the domain with some unknown factor. That is precisely what I suggest. I believe that a woman of your intelligence and experience would not be so foolish as to believe that a passive outlook can win a war. Baron Tran is many things. He's attentive, reasonably intelligent, far too interested in my business. <laughs> but he is not proactive. Mr. Faircloth, this sounds like you're doing yourself a favor here. It is a well-honored tradition among our blood to ensure that favors are paid to as many kings as possible in a given action. Regardless, at this time, as amusing as I would find it to see that man uh, undone, I do not think that's something I can ask of you. Not for the good of the city. For all of his negative qualities, he does a good job with the masquerade and in holding the line against the sabbat. Then I would ask you to direct me in sight of what you may feel more appropriate. This is... Hmm. 
perhaps if something cannot be brought forth now, shall we say a major boon? Hmm. Once more, you leave me no option to decline. That offer is more than reasonable, and I accept it. Very well. Um, from no place that you could can detect, um, an individual appears, um, bearing a, a small notebook, and she says, uh, she she motions to her, and she's like, oh, meet my harpy, Lucinde. And she uh, she's already scratching something in it. And then she turns the notebook to you. And says, your name, please. Does she have a writing implement, or is she yeah, just there's, there, you? There's a quill right right there. And, and, uh, and then you sign your name. One major boon owed from Madison Faircloth to Prince Adela Pietrasun. Nailed it. Now nobody's going to want to kill me. <laughs> I mean, right. except us. Yeah, there right. is that. <laughs> he is the way to know. Anyway, so it's about this time that uh, sort of the two tours um, uh, come together uh, at this massive wall uh, of water uh, where there's a, um, uh, there's a small auditorium. Uh, and there's this rather large octopus just sort of floating its way past in the night uh, as you come out from one part of the tunnel and the coterie with Hancock uh, comes into another entrance. Uh, and she sort of nods to each of you and says, It was truly a pleasure meeting all of you. You may... Enjoy Elysium so long as you wish. Uh, of course. Uh, and perhaps one day you will be invited for a grander affair. If we're invited, we still got to pay? No. <laughs> good. It was a good question. I'll make sure that they get tucked away just all safe and nice and warm in the bed. Yeah, I'm actually, sure you will. Kind of going to need you to drop me off at that car park that you picked me up. I can probably arrange that. Yeah. Not a big deal. She, she says, I have business to attend to. Is there anything else that any of you wish to discuss before we part ways? Only to offer my gratitude for inviting us to lovely establishment. You are most welcome. He says, if there is nothing else, I bid you all a good evening. And she heads off back down the tunnel. Leaving right. leaving you in Hancock's hands. Alright, so back at the scratch list. Are the other rando Camarilla people still around? Oh, no, 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 no. They are not around. They're super gone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty much, there's probably been one dude following Hancock around in the group, but that's basically been it. Well, <laughs> this is a, a lovely place, but I do have work to get back to. 
Mr. Oh, Shane. I understand. That's fine. Y'all like to leave now? That would Hells yeah. Madison, you don't want to um, And then as we're walking back to the scripture, I'm glad we all Where could uh, come to a good arrangement here. Perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so he leads you into the stretch limo. Rides on back. Um, on the way back, basically back to the Elysium proper, uh, not the Elysium, your haven. He drops Miss Walsh off specifically where she was, where he picked her up originally. So I could pay that awful, uh, pay to get out of that parking. Um, how many hours when you, uh, just like, oh. When you go to, uh, like, deal with the parking meter, um, it shows paid in full. I was very polite. Shit. Okay. <laughs> I continue to drive. Nice to me. Like, I, it's hard to be mean, like, because you want to be mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> As after he drops you off, gets you all back to uh, your uh, haven proper, and he lets all of you out. But as he just like, uh, one second. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh. Miss Hughes, if you'll stay for a second, I want to talk to you. Sure. And then he closes the door behind Mars and Madison. And he's, when he shuts the door, he is now in his Nosferatu appearance. He doesn't look like a normal random dude. Mm -hmm. I like you. You speak your mind. Tough. So I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't struggle. And he's just going to punch the living bejesus out of your face. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he said don't struggle. She's not going to listen to him. All right. That's fine. <laughs> we are going to roll some no, dice then. Get him, kids. <laughs> All, All right. <laughs> All right. World store. <laughs> so, oh, no. the question <laughs> I have to ask. Uh, yes. Is um. Uh, are you just trying to get out of it? Get out of the way of his fist, or are you? Uh, are you trying to hit back? Um, she's actually gonna try to, uh, maybe like sort of duck. If he's going for her face, she's gonna try to duck under and maybe try to. Because I know we're inside a car. There's really not that mm -hmm. much she can do, but maybe like shove him. Like down onto the seat. Okay, so you are you are trying to hit back, basically. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, not, yeah. Okay, that, that that's fair. Restrain so, maybe would be a better term. You're, you're, but she's you're not just getting out of the way. That's all I need to know. All right. Yeah. So basically, what I need from both of you is decks and brawl rolls. Okay. Um. So since I did specify that I'm trying to like uh, subdue, um, I have a specialty in grappling. That would apply. Can I apply that. That would apply. That would be an extra dice. Okay. Um, currently, Scott, I've got a, I've got six to roll. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna roll for me? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I'll include your hunter. You said what did you, you said? What plus brawl? Dex and brawl. Dex. Oh, Dex is even better. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to hear. That's strength plus brawl, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's strength plus brawl to hit. Yeah, it would be strength plus brawl to try and hit her. Yep. So that's six? Yes, that's six. 
because potence only adds to damage. Oh, oh, I'm going to take a picture of this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Uh, Throw hands, baby. <laughs> And actually, wait, I don't have Discord on this phone, damn it. Uh-oh. But that is, uh, uh, actually, I can just move my webcam. Uh-oh. Look, 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 at, look at that. Hold on, I'm trying to get a good view of it. Yeah, oh, sorry, I'm, like, terrible at this. Uh, what is that one technically on? Uh, that is, uh, that's, that's a, that's a crit right there. Okay, I don't see, okay, yeah, you do get a crit on there. Okay, yeah, actually, um. <laughs> that's like six successes. Yeah, that's pretty what? good. Although it's a messy critical, isn't it? No, it's, it's no, on no, 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 the, no, um, the ones with the little stars are the tens. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Whereas the regular onks are just successes. That's not, yeah, that's not necessarily critical. So yeah, you go in for a haymaker, um, <laughs> Hancock, um, and she is able to actually um, move around and sort of get your hand, get your arm in a clutch. Um, uh, so were you, so you were just trying to restrain him. You weren't trying to do any, were you trying to do any damage no. to him? No, she wasn't trying to damage him. She was trying to make a point. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So she actually yeah, got, up. has you in a clinch. Uh, hmm? uh, he will try to shrug his, his fist sort of, you can feel all that muscle, undead muscle moving and you, but you stop all his forward momentum before he's able to really build up a lot of speed and velocity on it. So it looks like he's going to just try to flex you off of him and see if he can break it. All right. So let me just double check. Oh, boy. The most fun part of any rule system, grappling. I know, right? It's always terrible. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. Love it. I'm muted. Introduce him to your named fifth. The only uh, good way to do a grapple in human history as fast as possible. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is basically going to do a uh, another strength plus brawl. Um, are you activating your potence at all? Um, I've, I've had it active. Okay. All right. Noted. Uh, well, let me do a round strike for you then. Yep. Um, right, so okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be a contested strength plus brawl roll to see who gets this flex. That's 11 dice now. Okay. Uh-oh. Um, well, he's probably going to win because I got a one. <laughs> but she's, she's, I'm really proud that she stopped that punch. <laughs> uh... Yeah, um, you got one success. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, you're rolling six. Um, so what do you want to do with uh, this? So you, you are able to take control of the grapple. You can do damage to her if you want. Um, what What's your intent, Matthew? No, he's basically, he's just, yeah, he's just going to con- now control the grapple. And now he's just got you like in a giant bear hug. And he's <laughs> squeezing. And he's just crushing. And you can start hearing like joints pop. All right. Yeah, I know she don't like that. So, is that going to be some damage taken? Yeah, I'm going to say that is uh, three superficial damage uh, okay. done to you. Um, right, let me find where that is on the sheet. Uh, 
but as you as you feel like your shoulder dislocate and some ribs kind of crack. Ugh. Yeah, she's like, and she's gonna you know wheeze out as he's doing this. She's like, if you're gonna ask me not to try to defend myself, well, that shit just ain't cool. I don't care where it comes from. I'm gonna defend myself. Nice. Hey, sit. You sit. And he just starts crushing her harder. Basically, he's gonna keep crushing her. Not to kill her, obviously. Probably not to torpor her. But enough to just make a very powerful statement. Okay. So, um, what I want to do here uh, is I want uh, another strength and brawl roll uh, from both of you. Again. Yeah. Oh, um, I should be adding one for the specialty. Yeah. Is this making any kind of noise? Is there fucking mm. potents wrestling in their Hummer? Um, <laughs> the car is shaking. Almost. So I will, uh, I will say, would anyone who has heightened senses, would any of you have activated it? Honestly, I would probably be trying to eavesdrop on them. So yes. Okay. All right. Uh, then go ahead and give me, um. A wits awareness uh, with your um, with your aspects. Oh damn it! I should have done something. Oh well. Hindsight. Yep. Twenty twenty. I got four successes. Okay. Uh, what did you get, uh, McKenna? Zoot goose hag. All right. Um, no one's out, so. That's good. That's very good. Um, okay. So yeah. Um, you take, uh, two more superficial damage, um, and Madison, you definitely hear, there's not a lot of talking going on, but you do hear, like, the strength, like, like, you see, you see, like, this is a very solid car, it actually isn't, like, visibly rocking, but you do, like, you hear, like, a scuffle and a pop, um, uh, what are you doing? Hey, I'm gonna check on Cadence. You should stay inside, Alex. So, all right. When you <laughs> when you come back out to check on her, the door opens, um, and she is shoved out, um, with like her arm looks like it's very in not the right place, um, and like she's kind of crumpled a little bit. I'll try to catch her with my one strength. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Your body can cushion fall. I have fortitude though. You're able to catch her. Um uh oh, and, shit. and the and the car starts and the car pulls away at a decent space speed. Yeah, I mean she's gonna be like, yeah, get the fuck out of my house, you dick <laughs> What the fuck happened, Kaden? Flipping the flipping the bird twice. Fucking throw a brick at his car. Like, <laughs> He's gonna just try to get her back to standing. She's like this. <laughs> yes, something like that. Yeah, uh, just. <sighs> He's mad. What the fuck I... happened? He's mad because I didn't sit down. You're in a car. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, back at Elysium, stupid. Oh. Wow, what a baby. Uh, you be you're you're a uh, Alex. Your heightened senses. Uh, you hear like someone off in the distance saying, "What the fuck is wrong with her?" 
and you like you okay. turn around, you see like a couple coming around the corner. And like, uh, I'm gonna step out and inside. sort of. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I bet Mad- Madison heard that. Okay. Because he yeah, 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 he's gonna say, "Okay, let's get you inside." Get 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 the scarf over my shoulder so they can't see. Yeah, he pulls it up. So you you pull her inside, shut the door, and um, I'm gonna step back outside after doing so, mm-hmm. as if looking for something that she may have dropped. Okay. Like that's kind of like I'm I'm like looking on the ground like. As if looking for a wallet or a phone or a contact, mm-hmm. that kind of obvious sure. yeah. search. I mean, there's nothing that you can tell. I, I know. I'm waiting for those people to round the corner okay. and then confront. Yeah, me. they 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 don't seem they now that they don't see her anymore. You know, the indifference of uh, uh sure. of, of, of of American life. They just sort of give you a look and head on their way. <laughs> look and go back. All right, cool. Diffusion of responsibility wins again. Nobody cares. Yay! Yay! So he just fucking swung on you, Cadence. Uh, he tried to punch me. I tried to tackle him. He was better at tackling than I was, and that's just. Well, they don't but, normally but, get sheriff but, but, but I tackled him first, so you know, little victories. Wow. Yeah, your your insides feel wrong. By the way, like you're yeah, nothing's she's, lining she's, up the way. She's, yeah, she's like physically, you know, very oh, much yes. ignoring that as much as she can. It's very very difficult. Fair but enough. She's when she's focusing on her words to make sure that they come out as. Uh, well, um, Do you need as, me to order takeout for you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. What do you want? Oh, fucking no! Is Pizza Boy okay with you? Pizza Boy is fantastic. I, yeah. I, I, I am not, not one with, uh, with any specific tastes. So well, I didn't yeah. know if you were picky about hunting your own meals or whatever. Does it look like I can hunt my own <laughs> fucking meals? Okay, you have you've convinced me with the coughing and whatnot. Thanks. <laughs> All so, right. so I'm I'm gonna order a pizza to some random address two or three blocks down so that it can align properly that she can just snatch and grab him into an alleyway and have what she wants. All right. Uh, so tip him one after. Yeah, tip him. One. Nice. They got they go through a lot. <laughs> All right. I mean, she usually mugs them to make it look natural, but okay. All right. No, pizza, pizza boy getting mugged in downtown Atlanta. What are the odds? So, with that uh, display of callous inhumanity, uh, we will go ahead and end it all for the night. Thank you very much uh, for coming. Uh, thank you, Matthew, for being uh, the jackbooted face of fascism. Yeah, you were you were a splendid fucking cop. Yes. Good job. I, I hope I hope Hancock. I hope Hancock makes later appearances, if yeah. only so Cadence can antagonize him. For... <laughs> he, he's delightful. He likes yeah. all of you. Dude, I'm definitely good. writing a song called A Cab, and it stands for All Camarilla Are Bastards. <laughs> <laughs>
so funny story in underground theater i almost actually had a tattoo like a, a fist tattoo of a cab as madison nice i, I seriously it. considered it all right so uh does anyone have anything that they want to push or promote before we head out well, uh, well obviously uh, matthew yeah yeah um as always, I'm sure Scott has said this, you can always listen to me and Scott and our good buddy Ryan uh, talking about role-playing games on Polyhedron. Uh, you can go get it anywhere that podcatcher podcasts are, are sold, quote-unquote, <laughs> wherever you can get them. You can find Polyhedron there. We have a great time over there, so check us out. Yeah, we also do a bunch of actual plays uh, as well, uh, so those are fun. Um, anybody yeah, else have any? right now. We are. Anybody else have anything they want to push? Um, Not at so this time. Last time I said I'd take art commissions. I broke down and actually made uh, two separate profiles on commission sites for those. So uh, maybe get some nice black and white portraits uh, in the same style that we have floating around on our overlay here. Uh, you can find me on Fiverr as McKenna C. Kelly and commish.io uh, as MC Kelly. And we will absolutely have those links uh, in the doobly-doo on the YouTube and various other release formats. Oh, I forgot one thing. I'm sorry. At Bioimportance for me personally or at PolyhedronCast on Twitter. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll have those links. All right. Well, if nothing else, we will see everyone in two weeks uh, for mm-hmm. the last episode of this current arc uh, oh, as, as the players play. Uh, where the players oh, no. play. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all for watching. Uh, and, Thank you um, for running this. Mm-hmm. Pithy catchphrase. Fuck Nazis. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Bye bye. Right. We have to do it ASMR style. Fuck Nazis. <laughs> wow, that, 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 that it's my new niche. Leftist ASMR. It's gonna. Sell. Oh yeah. It's gonna sell. Right. All right. Good night, guys. With that, we're done. Thanks. <laughs>